Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. So we've been talking about the cost of unhappy workers in terms of the U.S. economy not being productive, not really quitting their job, not walking away, but just milking the system to the tune of about, oh, I don't know, give or take $1.9 trillion. And globally, the number is closer to $9 trillion. We are joined right now by Dr. Darren Martin, who has written a book, and it's a best-selling book for not only the Wall Street Journal, but also USA Today. The Culture Architect is the name of one of his works. He has a PhD in psychology, and he works with so many companies. Some of them are Fortune 500. Some of them are mom-and-pop small organizations to try to optimize performance at every level. So we hear about this quiet quitting, Darren. We hear about people just sort of mailing it in and not doing their best. How did we get to this point for a country that wants to lift itself up by its bootstraps and always do better than the other guy to get ahead? How did we get here? Oh, my. That train left the station a long time ago. (laughs) And it's an epidemic. People think this came along for multiple reasons. People say, Oh, it's this new generation of millennials. They don't want to work. People say, oh, it was the pandemic. No, the statistics have been very clear from Gallup and other places for years that we have a 29% employee engagement rate in this country. It's 15% globally. And that's a seven trick, seven to nine trillion. Wrap your brain around that. I think it boils down to one thing. Back with the Industrial Revolution, we reduced work to one deal. And it's this, you come to work, you do what I tell you, and I'm going to give you some money for it. Mm -hmm. And we just suck the soul right out out of, uh, you know, work. I was in a coffee shop the other day and the guy was, was, you know, untypically very excited. And he said, are you ready for the weekend? And I'm like, yeah. And then I realized uh, today's Wednesday. I said, dude, today's Wednesday. (laughs) And he's like, why are we talking about the weekend? And what he said was, yeah, well, uh, yes, but tomorrow is is Friday, Junior, and that's a real thing, by the way. Check it out. Thursday said, well, is Friday, t- right? Right, Baby Friday, yeah. Friday, Junior, right? Because yeah. people Friday, are already right. moving exactly. on to the weekend. And I said, "Well, what's today?" He said, "The day before." So here's the thing: How sad is it that the 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 five days where this person spends a big chunk of their life, they are ready? for the weekend. They live for the weekend. Mm-hmm. They, they mm-hmm. dance out on Friday and they crawl back in on a Monday. Right. We've lost our way in terms of work, what work is. Work ought to be uh, rejuvenating, exciting. I don't know for sure, but I bet there's a part of you that has you know uh, frustrations with your work, but I bet you also love what you do. Radio, it's a fun gig. It's got some excitement. You get to have, make a difference. For many, many people, many jobs, that's not the case. So how do we get back to that point? And and whether it's that guy in the coffee shop in New Orleans or whether it is, you know, somebody else who's basically, you know, doing the same thing, installing this widget into this uh, printed circuit board, and you do that 552 times a day, and then you punch the time clock and you go home. How do we get back to feeling excited, feeling fulfilled, feeling engaged in what we do? 
So for starters, and not to not to get sidetracked, but the widget thing, plugging this in there, those jobs are going away anyway. If you are working in a job where somebody tells you what to do and you do it, prepare to be outsourced because AI, machine learning, all that. I mean, we can. That's a whole other conversation. But what we need to get to is uh, where people have agency. That's one of my new favorite words. When asked, I, I, I did a poll and I asked the people the thing that people said they wanted the most was to have uh, the ability to make decisions and then be encouraged for it. So unfortunately, these days, it's, you know, uh, do what I tell you. I've heard people when we were going into the pandemic, I was doing some radio interviews and somebody said, well, we get paid for it. Isn't that enough? No, it's not enough. Mm-hmm. Since when is that enough? Uh, in a relationship, if you got paid for it, we have a word for that, right? That, yeah. that, and that wouldn't be enough. That's not a, that's not a mutual deal. So work has to get a lot, uh, companies have to get a lot more uh, smart and sophisticated about what are people looking for? What makes them fulfilled at work? Uh, I don't buy this thing that, 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 you know, certain jobs can't motivate people. Anything can be motivating if they see an end result, if they're involved in the process, if they get, uh, if they're listened to, Mm -hmm. there's an overhaul that's needing to happen because we've changed the way we do everything else, the way we date, the way we shop, the way we, et cetera, et cetera. World of work has been stuck in a time warp for a long time now, and we're we're reaping the results of that. So let's take away the transactional side of things. If it's not the money that motivates people, is it the encouragement? Meaning that, okay, if, if somebody really says, you know what, you are taking uh, uh, ownership of your job, you are doing an amazing, you are doing things that I never told you to do, but I love your vision with that. Is that going to be enough for somebody to come back the next day and be recharged? Well, I mean, I can anecdotally give you a, a strong yes to that. And it's not the same company it used to be. When Zappos started, people would the line shoe up company, around right? the yeah, shoe company. And it was so hard to get a job there. They would line up around the block to get a $12 an hour call center job. No, who wants a call center job? What was exciting was that it was a culture. It was a, it was a place of being where people support each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it is it is harder to get a job at Patagonia than it is to get into Harvard University, because when they post a job because of how they do work and who they are, they work hard, they play hard. But it's really about building a culture. It all boils down to that culture is everything. Yeah. If it's an environment where people feel listened to, heard, respected, encouraged, and they are able to do meaningful work. And meaningful means that they get something from it. Then they'll they'll uh, they'll show up happy and eager every day. So we've got less than a minute to go here. Who's responsible for making the change? Is it the employee or is it the big boss man and the employer? Who needs to be the one taking charge here? So the Canterbury Tales great line that if the gold rusts, what will the iron do? Yeah. And employees can uh, have an, an important stake in this, but I really think it starts with leadership. I like the fact that you bring Jeffrey Chaucer into discussions here on KDKA <laughs> because that just shows once again why you have a PhD and piling higher and deeper is not what it stands for. It really is <laughs> Doctor of Philosophy, and we, we appreciate that, even though it's in psychology. Dr. Martin, thank you so much for being here. We learned a lot from you, and I'd love to have you back again real soon. 
Sounds awesome. Thank yep. you so much for having me. Great stuff. Dr. Darren Martin joining us, best-selling author, USA Today, Wall Street Journal, the culture architect. And you can hear from him why companies turn to him and say, hey, what do we do in this situation where workers are unhappy and it's costing $1.9 trillion a year because they don't feel connected? It's 357.